1: Oh, what are you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Either you are, or I'll be skipping rope with your entries.
2: ta This podcast is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash elderscrollslorecast. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the amazing universe of the Elder Scrolls. adventures welcome back this is your host tom or robots i'm here with my good buddy the lotus of doom and lotus i've got one thing to tell you right now one thing to say okay one thing to say Freaking
3: Hermi Mora! Hermi Mora, if people didn't get enough of my obnoxious emotes in normal chat, you should have tuned into the live stream where everybody was just throwing them all over the place obnoxiously. I'm surprised I wasn't banned.
2: (laughs) Man, yeah, everybody got so excited when they were like, yes, we're confirming it. Hermaeus Mora is coming. We're doing more Hermimoris Morris stuff this year, and then of course the internet exploded. All sent you uh, private messages about yeah. Don't miss um, this, Lotus. Don't miss.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, I appreciate everybody uh, looking out to make sure I got my Hermes Morris statue. Which I had talked about prior to this being a thing, where I was just like, "I want a giant Hermes Mora statue." Well, now that mm-hmm. dream is a reality. Um, mm-hmm. But it's going to yeah, go in your altar, is... which you've been oh, yeah. you've no, been digging be out basement, center. a basement, a sub oh, yeah. a
2: sub basement. There you have your regular basement, and then you've got your sub basement exactly. temple,
3: just full of Hermes Moris swag. Yep, um, <laughs> yep, <laughs> number one cultist.
2: Yep, lots of but, books uh, and piles. Yeah, yeah,
3: it's. Uh, Oh man, very excited for for the reveal because uh, essentially this is just the year of apparently giving me everything I want because my favorite game and zone is Morrowind, which we're going to Mm -hmm. Necron and the Telvanni Peninsula. So we were 50, well, I was 50% right. Uh, Apparently the blacklight thing that I said, there's no way it's that on the nose and isn't real. (laughs) Apparently it is that on the nose and wasn't a thing, but whatever, we'll just gloss over that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But you know what? You're not the only one who was excited about this because we've got our patrons with us today. It's the end of the month. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through. I'm going to read out everybody's names who was able to join us this week. And at the same time, on the count of three, you guys will all tell me how you feel about Hermaeus Mora. In one word. Here we go. Welcome to T Rex, Ben of Temeria, Ombre Mortem, Rob the Princess, and Falcon with a Box on. Get ready to unmute because, on the count of three, how do you feel about Hermaeus Mora? One, two, three. Yeah.
3: Recapable. <laughs> I really appreciate how off sync that was.
2: That was, yeah. Oh, it's, it's the fun of, uh, you know, zoom calls with all the, yeah, no, there's the no way What are you talking about? No weird mechanics. Yeah. It all, it's fine. It's fine. So, yeah. So that's what today's episode is about. We've got this big reveal that dropped yesterday and then today everybody's buzzing about All sorts of things. And we're going to go over. And and the way this is formatted today, friends, uh, sometimes we have an individual question and each patron will answer or share something and then we'll, we'll discuss it and move on. Today, we're just going to go through the list of the different things that were announced, and then you guys feel free to chime in with how excited you're about that. Is that something that you think is cool? Do you think that that's going to be really fun for the lore? What do you expect? Like these kinds of things. So this is more of an open discussion. So feel free to chime in or raise your hand if you want to jump in there. But um, I guess we have to start with Hermaeus Mora. Because we've already been talking about the Daedric Prince of Forbidden Knowledge and everybody I think all of you guys are into Hermaeus Mora. He's one of Who's that? He's probably one of your favorites. We did an episode on him, if you want to go <laughs> I feel back like we're and listen. Rob, hit the disconnect button. <laughs> yeah. Big Tentally. He's by the way, did you notice that when they showed the picture of him in the in the footage, that like there's the the Skyrim Hermaeus Moro, right? And he's like this dark blob and he's big. But this version of him that they're showing is way, like, he is swole.
4: Bikini body ready.
2: Oh, my (laughs) God. Massive. He's been lifting or something or eating a lot. I don't know. I don't know how that works if you're a big tentacle monster. It's his true form.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Much less potato, though. Much less potato than he was in Daggerfall or uh, Mm -hmm. Oblivion. Mm I need to
2: look this
3: up
2: yeah go look it up um so so uh, who has some thoughts on hermaeus mora
5: are you guys excited about hermaeus mora of course he has his own throne now Mm -hmm. he sits on a throne with his
3: made of books yeah (laughs) made of books (laughs) exactly (laughs) right can
2: i get a book throne (laughs)
3: right that's like a book throne legit book throne
4: it's pretty cool also i don't uh this is probably something that most people didn't realize but i just it was appreciated a little small nod they never once put a gender on hermaeus mora when they talked about hermaeus Mora. they said uh you know that daedric prince or yep. their realm and they always kept it gender neutral because like, mm-hmm. he's it's just that's the whole thing about Hermes More. like a blob. Is, yeah. Can you really put a gender transcends... to a
6: blob? <laughs> yeah.
4: Every day Hermes trans transcends true. gender is what they always say, but like Hermes More, really transcends yeah gender. there is just <laughs> yeah. no, no gender to that.
3: <laughs> more' very nebulous and and sort of kind of resembles a constellation in that video more than anything else it's just a little subtle nod it's like hmm. i see you i yep. see you yeah yeah
2: <laughs> i i if we were to consider the the trajectory of the games as a kind of an evolution so you go back you know there's arena and daggerfall and then of course you have the more recent or more more modern versions of the games And each one of them kind of evolves on the previous one's settings and characters and things like that. So what we're getting here, similar to some of these other expansions, is we're going back to Apocrypha. We're going back to a realm we've been to before in one of the other games. But now we're getting kind of reworked art, new assets, new character models, all of that stuff. And I feel like... like. That stuff still looks pretty good in Skyrim, especially when you install a bunch of texture mods and that kind of sure. stuff. But in this version, I think we're getting a a nice little upgrade. Kind of like when when we did the um the uh the where was it? The Oblivion Deadlands. stuff. The Deadlands, yeah. <clears throat> yeah,
3: when we were in the Deadlands, I I I like the potential of this as well because I feel like the Deadlands became much more um interesting when it wasn't just, "Hey, here's generic hellscape A and,
2: and then towers you get lost everything. in." Yeah. Right. right, And yeah. then
3: it was like, oh, no, the idea is that it's destruction and everything like that. So you went through, oh, well, this is the Maelstrom area where it's like all winds and lightning. And this is the lava area and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it gave it like a little more to it. right? And you were on kind of a set path in Dragonborn with yeah. Hermes Mora's realm. So it's kind of neat that they took what you saw in Apocrypha and maybe kind of stretched it out just like, well, this isn't just you seeing it from the black books where you're on these like very set paths. This is just other parts of apocrypha where it's like okay well yeah there's more to this it just all has a very similar vibe to
2: it right i I feel like the book piles are bigger the inky black goo is all over the place Mm -hmm. the the everything's kind of i turned on the green lights behind me everything's kind of got that greenish yellowy greenish kind of tinge to it which makes it feel kind of unsettling what did you what did you guys think what did you think about all this
4: yeah, it was uh, super cool. I I also like the fact that they are adding in like more than just the two base because we knew about the seekers, we knew about the lurkers, but in Dragonborn DLC that was like all we got. And so they're adding the the tome shell like creatures. Those are really cool. And yeah,
3: the then... little books are really neat that <clears throat> they just kind of like exist as like oh yeah, no things have have like used the books to become like shells for them like they, mm-hmm. they made the hermit crab reference which i thought was really neat for for a way of turning that into an actual creature also yeah.
4: sounds like they're not even hostile they're just yep. creatures that just hang around right also just, just like
2: books. yeah and some of these other oblivion realms sometimes you just have creatures just like you do in in yeah. you know in Tamriel, yeah. where it's Deadlines like oh it's just like a the fox rats
4: and other right. stuff mm-hmm. that just kind of crawl around
2: and yeah there's creatures yeah. that live there uh who who is going to get one of those as a pet and have oh. it follow you around I would one
3: percent absolutely i somebody I'm actually had just posted on twitter about that and they asked what you would name it and I said Cheeto because it <laughs> reminds me of the book from uh, Banjo Kazooie where you would type in your cheat codes when you collected its pages. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's, that's all I can think
2: of now. Wow. Yeah, that's a callback. Oh, man. All right.
4: Also, we can assume uh, if who would get X for anything this year, Lotus' hand is up.
2: <laughs> yes. Also right. valid.
3: If right. it was in the store, it's already been purchased. If it's coming,
2: my hand's up. Just assume it's up. Right, right. So along with Hermeus Mora, we have uh, an understanding of, uh, what was it, L- Laravel the Wise? Is, was that his name? Laramel. Laramel. But yeah, Laramel. Laramel the Wise and how Laramel the Wise isn't an, a worshiper, is kind of a mutual Mm,
4: business partner. Business partner.
2: partner yeah, like, usually there's some respect going on between, but, which is weird that like a Daedric prince like Hermes More would have some respect for a mortal. But maybe, maybe Laramel's very capable and and very handy or something um must
6: mean something
2: must mean something i feel
6: like it's
4: it's not too far of a leap from how we see how hermaeus mora treats the dragonborn in uh the dragonborn dlc it doesn't really treat dragonborn with respect but he does uh you know treat him almost like a business partner like hey i have right. these goals you have the assets i need for those goals you're going to help me get those right. he's not really asking he's telling them so that's kind of the main difference um but it's still like that he hermes mora has that kind of uh aspirations i guess where they're always going to be seeking a, a benefit from the they there's just not really like a, i want to rule the world it's like hey i just want to find these things and you're going to help me
2: yeah yeah i, I can see that i can see that but, but there's also a sense that like the dragonborn is a very powerful capable individual and so therefore is worth Having go do things for you, right? So yeah. maybe Laramel and, and Mirak, yeah, and M- Mirak, yeah. Um, so maybe Laramel, the Wise, is also very capable in his own right. We don't really know, but I- I'm sure we'll find out more about that. And also, welcome to Siege Bro and Jumarov who just joined us as well. We're talking about Hermes Mora and some of the uh, some of that stuff, the apoc- apocrypha and any of those things. I I feel like Hermes Mora is all over this expansion because we have you have like the creepy vibe you have got like some of the other daedra from his realm that are going to show up then there's something going on with like some sort of zombies or something and then oh, there's yeah, the necrom. that
3: rob the, was kind of alluding to yeah. like the other creatures yeah i those are that that's a i i really liked that addition that seemed very fitting because um i had mentioned it on tales when we kind of went on our as abridged as we could possibly do thing because we were both very, very sleep deprived.
2: <laughs> Three hour and, uh, long abridged. Yeah,
3: yeah. I was going to say we, we managed to keep it to just like an hour and a half, which everybody was shocked by, um, because it was like six 30 in the morning for arc. Um, but the hushed I thought were a really cool addition just because, um, I, I actually didn't think I'd bring it up again, but the book, I believe it's on, um, it's on oblivion if I'm not mistaken where they kind of like going through the realms and Mm. the wizards record like recording back to his apprentice like what he's seeing in the different realms and basically the journey ends in Apocrypha because he goes completely crazy by being enveloped by all the knowledge and he just loses track of what he's doing and that's just (laughs) it and it just like loses all focus just completely gets consumed with trying to get more and more knowledge and it's like The idea that they turn that into a creature of like, oh, yeah, this mortal got dropped in this realm and they just got so obsessed with this that they didn't eat. It started to like deform them, like all these things. That's just such a cool concept for a creature. I have a few points on this. One, what do we think that
4: the nature of the creature is by implied by the name the Hushed? And then two, isn't this kind of what the Seekers already are? I remember uh, uh, this is going to be a bridge because I read this like years ago and I'm just kind of going off memory. But the lore of the seekers were uh, mortals who made deals with Hermaeus Mora to seek all the knowledge that's hidden in their realm. And they got lost in the the madness of the knowledge, and they lost their minds, and they right. got twisted over you know eons of being in the realm, and got turned into these creatures. Well, that's I think, what I think the seekers were. I, I think there, there's a key.
2: The are? There's a key line there in that mm-hmm. these are individuals who made deals with Hermes More. That seems like it was of their own volition. Ooh. Maybe the hushed. Cool. Maybe yeah, the that's... hushed had no choice. Yeah, that's what I thought too. A willing participant, right? A
3: hundred percent. Like you got dropped in there, and it's like, oh wow, you should not have read some of those black books because this is really degraded real fast. Right. If you're going, it's it's the idea of like, oh, I'm going to read it. you know a, an elder scroll well okay yeah but if you have training you can kind of control the situation as opposed to just like you walk up to somebody in a bar after five meads and be like hey check out this elder scroll you just open it in front of them <laughs> right just blind everybody the in the bar <laughs> <laughs> me. Just like, bro.
4: <laughs> but that makes sense though because like the seekers sought this out they did mm-hmm. it themselves they right. signed up for it the hushed were Hushed it wasn't
7: voluntary. That yeah, with the it's like they're in a library like shh. You're not supposed to be here be quiet <laughs> right, for real Actually, that's yeah, really yeah. Oh, nice yeah.
4: That? that I wonder I if like that's that. exactly what they're going.
2: for. Yeah, that's yeah. actually really clever. Yeah, I like that 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 totally makes sense So we've got we've got that stuff going on. We've got uh, the city of Necrom So gnarly which is you know, they explain a little bit more about it because we don't get a ton The only other time we've ever seen Necrom is all the way back at arena and god knows that the elder scrolls games
3: looks a lot better now are way different when you go all the way back to notice
7: the the um the call out to Daggerfall when they're carrying all the um the sarcophagus like they're walking so like that's that's pulled straight from yeah
3: yes i didn't at first Somebody showed that to me and I was like, Oh my god, that's super apparent now that you know it's there. Yeah, that's I one totally of those nods. whiffed on that at, at first. Yeah.
4: Wait, so what oh. was it? It was like a arena reference.
3: It's a it's a dagger fall reference. The way they're carrying the tomb in like that. It's basically how they deal with the the fallen, like fallen ancestors and stuff like that. It's it's along the lines of how the uh, cinematic goes, which I thought was really, really cool.
7: Yeah, it's pretty similar. You you can see that was inspired by that yeah it,
3: it's like really really it, it's one of those well i guess actually after the blacklight joke I, I was gonna say it's too coincidental to not be there but right da, da, da. <laughs> who yeah. knows i guess
2: yeah you have to give it to the team though they've i mean some people complain about the way the storylines play out or like oh this whole you know turn for the villain was predictable or whatever but when it comes to the locations and the setting and the lore that they add in and a lot of these other Things the team really does their homework. They really yeah. do go back to the other games, the older games, and go what What are things that were referred to, you know, three, four, five games ago that we really haven't fleshed out too much in recent games? And let's go back and let's bring them back. And and it totally makes sense that they're pulling stuff like that from Daggerfall as well.
3: I just love the old references that they do, like things you just. We had Gideon with black wood. We've got Necrom. Uh, you know now coming from while it's the necron uh, chapter type of thing but i just love the fact that it's like oh yeah here's what it actually looks like Mm -hmm. in a modern day setting other than here's a procedurally generated pixelated place with a Lava flowing volcano in the background. By the way, this is Necrom. It's like okay, yeah. that's like one of a million cities in the Morrowind province. Sure, so. and
2: and we also get a lot of description about it. And in fact, they even yeah. went into like the way that the art and the script, the, the the buildings are shaped, is influenced by the cultures and the different houses of Morrowind, and how this is a place that isn't only of one house. It's a place that's welcome to all the Dunmer because it's a place that they bring their dead and all of these things. And and they they really touched on that stuff as kind of. You know a, a nice bring out your
5: dead. a nice setting
2: we're, <laughs> we're gonna have monty python references where people are hitting the old man over the head i'm not going we,
4: we better I, get like a bell toller and they're like bring out your dead walking down the street yeah
7: yeah i felt like i know i wasn't the only one but i watched the reveal with me and a buddy and as they were showing off cinematics and gameplay and stuff like that um i couldn't help but look at the furniture of mm-hmm. everything i was like oh white stone that'll go good and you know like oh look at that vase that one has this little design on i was like <laughs> that'll be something i earned that'll be something i earned my buddy's like look at that motif like that was half the fun of watching those trailers too now, Jim, i'm pretty sure you're the only one who watched it with a friend
2: oh you're also earlier you're also doing the real end game
3: yeah no we we went over this earlier everybody plays the expansions divorce no No,
7: (laughs) i'm like i'm terrible i've gotten like five people to play this game and like three of them still occasionally do and uh i invited them over and we were drinking watching the show talking mad shit the whole time they
4: they were talking in the reveal about like oh how they were wanting to stay true with the architecture and I feel like they, from what we've seen in the trailer, which we'll have to wait and see to get the whole uh, spiel, I guess. But they did seem to like match the aesthetics of like the base game content, like the Stonefalls to Shawn's Zone. It still does fit that area, but still doesn't look like it was made in twenty fourteen. So
7: yeah, it looks it's... like a holy place too. It looks like uh, not regal, but like. I don't know it's it's not as gritty as the rest of morrowind is it's very yeah. like this is where we bury our dead Similar it's almost like a chapel fit, with like different its colors people. and whatnot
5: yeah. Now, yeah did anybody see the uh deluxe upgrade motif that you get it's very inspired. like to me it feels like a Mirak vibe oh look um, no? yeah, I, mean, look, I, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about and i can just totally inspired with by
3: hermias mora and so, yeah, yeah. i yeah
5: I'm curious. Are we going to see Mirak because he's in a, Apocrypha at this point?
3: I've been had a been. lot of speculation about that. Yeah, Lotus
5: and I uh, talked about that's that's that. True. That was one of those yeah. ideas they threw I threw out. It was like, I'm very curious. I wouldn't
3: think so, but theoretically, that's. I mean, he would be missing an action like at this point, and probably in that area. So. What if
2: the what if the threat to all of Nern is Mirak escaping too early? What if that throws the timeline in crisis, it brings back dragons too soon, or, you know, like, he is the first dragonborn, he's got a lot of power, and if he were to escape from Apocrypha, who knows?
4: Allegedly. Or, here, here's Allegedly. a good speculation. Allegedly.
5: He tries to escape, but Hermia recruits you, and It's like, hey, there's this main threat in my realm, come help me, because I still want to get knowledge of Nern going forward and him escaping completely throws that out of balance sure sure it gets gets in his um, way yeah he doesn't want that to happen
3: right and i i guess um side quest spoilers for blackwood um he's been through hermaeus moore has been kind of like throwing stuff out into tamriel as of late to collect information, there's a, there's actually a really good side quest where you encounter one of his little watchers mm-hmm. who's messing with a town to try to basically see how they'll respond with stuff. And then the quest. watcher kind of... Yeah, it's a really good quest. And it's kind of the watcher sort of kind of doesn't really want to do necessarily what he's sent there for. and He's <laughs> intrigued by the situation. It's a really good quest, but it also shows you that there's some weirdnesses going on. It's like, oh, he's more is kind of like looming around all the time, whether you realize it or not.
7: Yeah. I I didn't play uh the Dragonborn DLC. Should, should I just you? leave? Should I just leave? Um you've um, I mean, got some homework I, to do. I, okay. Yeah, I, I so
3: before next before next chat, it would be best. We'll um, just play through play that real right quick.
7: We'll Everyone, oh, yeah. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Um was uh what's his face, Mirak? Was he working for Hermie like like actively happily working for
2: him or was he Uh, not happy Mm, there was they had there was an agreement between them but yeah to
3: to start with it definitely seemed more amicable and then it was kind of like once once mirak was like okay well i'm the first dragonborn here like he's like oh i'm working with the
7: daedric prince i'm not supposed to do that
4: actually with
7: he was
3: very
4: proud of the power he's gotten from it Mm -hmm. so right i I think i want to step back on that i think he actually was happy with the partnership until like the last five minutes
8: well then Um, it
3: was yeah yeah, it was mutually beneficial you can't tell me what to do anymore because i've reached like this level that i should be allowed to kind of do my yeah. own thing because yeah it's okay. pretty on the same page to so start and hermi okay. was like
4: oh you, you got too much power time to keep you in check hey dragonborn and just decided you're my new champion spoiler <laughs> alert for dragonborn dlc spoiler
2: alert yes we're always the champion you're like in in your your all back. too bad um, <laughs> 11 I'm year good, old good. game <laughs>
4: But yeah. yeah, it's like as soon as mirac was getting too ahead of himself, he was his plan was working. It was like really, really good, and he was really, really powerful. And Hermes More of like, yeah, ixnay on that, and uh then just kills him on screen right in front of you. Steals your kill too, which is really okay. trying to get all the souls back from him. All he right. just steals it.
2: There's a lot yeah, of. Yeah, because it keeps stealing, stealing all your souls, the drag- all the dragon souls. Yes. Dragon Hermes steals them
3: from you. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of unfulfilled uh, fin- like finishing blows in that whole expansion where Mirex jacking all your dragon kills and then. Hermaeus Mora's Jack, and your mirac kill—it's just very unfulfilling. But in that it is—it is
4: almost a tragic story. <laughs> I have like uh, some threads that I'm on on like some Elder Scrolls groups, and like some people really love Mirak's story because they see him as like a, this tragic story that you kind of like sympathize for the villain because he's like everything's working for him, and then he just gets betrayed, and like it's just kind of a heartbreaking story in his perspective as well.
2: Yeah, I, feel, I really uh, feel sh- bad for villains when they get betrayed.
6: <laughs> yep
7: i bet we'll find a mirror action journal on a table somewhere saying one day i'll get out of here you know that'll be the little like that Easter also egg. seems
3: very like an eso thing to give like yeah. a nod to something that everybody knows is gonna happen and it's just like yeah. oh yeah by the way nudge nudge like we're aware of this expansion that you all played and loved. Yeah. I think that's yeah. except Jimoraf, yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone but yeah. Jimoraf has played it. Uh, but I think that's I I really don't think we're going to see Mirac in ESO just because they they like to introduce new new villains. So when we got Skyrim, uh some people were speculating, oh, "Maybe we'll get Harkon back." No, yeah. we're, we never got Harkon no. and I was not surprised mm-hmm. by that. And I don't think
7: yeah. we're going to get
6: I don't think Murak. either. Yeah, I don't um, speculate, it. and I think
4: we will get, like, a reference,
7: maybe. It would be really cool if Murak was just nearby, but we never interacted with him. He never said anything to us, or mm-hmm. never directly. Like, he was just there, like, his, like, just her knees, like, th- Yeah, like, and it was cool. just this mysterious figure, and we never, like, those who know, know, but nobody knows who he cool. is. Yeah. Like
3: or just like super insulting he gives you like a really meaningless side quest dude a he's board. like clean up these hey. books
2: and yeah, hey you're I the vestige like, i haven't had over there i haven't had <laughs> guar beef in a while <laughs> can you bring me some Why there's, gonna be? Be,
4: there's gonna be be a closed bedroom door with like caution tape wrapped around it with a do not store like a moody teenager what's well, in there it's like oh that's Mirax's
2: room yeah like, yeah you know, <laughs> no girls allowed No girls allowed. well guys tell it's you like what pillow we're, fort. we're getting close to the middle of the show we gotta take a break here and, and thank the patrons and I've got I've got some reviews to read out including one that said don't read this except for on a patron episode so
3: you remember I'm very it. impressed when so you remember I remembered to actually I remember do that
2: for three weeks it's still here yeah yeah it's still here before it disappears off this feed that I only see the last month of stuff on so we'll go we'll go do that stuff then we're gonna come back we're gonna talk more about the new character class and some of the other details
0: Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HashtagRenew.com.
5: This is Hamish Morak Dragonborn, and you are educating yourself to the Elder Scrolls
2: Lorecastle. All right, here we are in the middle of the show with our patrons, thanking our patrons, including our newest patrons, Racker, Raker Grim. <laughs> I'm going to read these wrong. It's going to happen. Glenn, Lisa Z, Chris P, uh, Kristen M, Reavercore, Adam, and Dusty Gonzagas. It's all one word, so I don't think it's a last name, but... Who knows, I probably messed it up anyway. Welcome to the Patreon! I'm so so glad you guys are here. And our Daedric Princes get a shout-out. Kira C. and Noodle Al Dente, who are our Daedric Princes. So thank you to them for their support as well. And if you'd like to join us for an episode like this, or get the ad-free episodes, or the first 90-ish episodes that are now only on the Patreon. Any of that stuff, go to patreon.com slash Lorecast. Go check that stuff out. And thank you to everybody who supports the show. All 146 of you. Oh, oh my God. Thank you to everybody. It's (laughs) crazy. You guys are nuts. What are you doing here? Um, (laughs) We really appreciate it, though.
3: Just on the note of this, because it was something I was actually using spotify earlier at work to listen to music mm-hmm. and so many of you have actually been nice enough to leave us uh five-star reviews on spotify that if you type in elder scrolls uh we show up before the soundtracks at this point uh, oh my so, god <laughs> so oh. that was kind of i was like no i'm trying to listen to music not myself so i actually wow. had to scroll down to get to the elder scrolls blades which i was trying to <laughs> listen to I was yeah, like that's gotta huh, be humbling. that's that's pretty wild that we're technically the first search result when I use Spotify this morning. So
2: And that's very thanks. rare. Usually podcasts don't do that.
3: I, I so, know. Holy um, mor- yeah. Yeah.
2: 433 current uh ratings at a 4.8 average. So
3: Yep. Yeah, we were we we're right bad. up there with the Elder Scrolls uh podcast, which is from the um budge muppet crew. Yeah. So it's yeah. basically the two of us and then you get to the actual soundtracks right it's like crazy that's kind
2: of (laughs) weird that's so nuts well thank you to everybody thank you for taking the time to to drop us ratings and do all that stuff um
3: greatly appreciated greatly appreciated
2: boggling (laughs) yeah we have two reviews i'll read through these as as quick as i can we've got uh this is the one i was supposed to wait for (laughs) here i'm gonna read the the name and then you guys just chime in and tell me how this is pronounced y-h-k-o-i-g-f-v-d-y-j-k Slow down. What? What? I you're think that on I on think on you're right. Really I think that is how you pronounce it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Problem. I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't know how you even remember that as a name when you go to type it in the login. But I got, uh, I got like three
4: of those letters.
2: Yeah. Y-H. G- I don't know you're
4: cog- you don't know you're
2: <laughs> bless you all right Obviously.
1: So you. <laughs> <laughs> <You're cog-a-fric. laughs> yeah. all
2: right so this one this review says thank you five stars if you read this please save it for a patron episode well I did look I, I did it uh, I love you and Mr. Doom I'm gonna call you Mr. Doom from Mr. now on Doom. That's so good (laughs) I appreciate this letter so much (laughs) Oh it's so good Uh, The depth is amazing but the best parts are when the rest of the community Joins you like you guys uh, I love those most. I'm trying to not be homeless but I have ho- but I'm hope to be a patron soon Well take care of your living situation yes, first you first. <laughs> We're doing fine, but we'd yeah. love to have you join us if you can but you take care of have a home. go get yes. a home. Uh, I want you to be comfortable more than I want you to support us. <laughs> absolutely yes, please and that goes for anybody if if you are financially in a situation where you're like eh, should I really support the patreon right now because I've got some other stuff going on go take care of real world stuff first please. Please I want to make sure that you're okay then come back when you're when you're more comfortable uh, But good stuff lined up fingers crossed three times Hopefully your podcast makes me feel like I have a home and I love that Thanks robots Lotus and all that have contributed all of you. Let me know there's home. I can have all smiling Aww. faces That's so nice. I, well good luck with everything. hope everything's working out for you in the few weeks It's been since you left this.
3: Yes. I'm hoping that next time we hear from you. It's good news <laughs> yes. now, is
2: Yeah, was your Yes. 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 Uh, and then we have oh, you one. You said
3: that so seamless that now I'm just going to assume that's exactly how you yeah. say it.
2: it. It's secretly Rob. This is a Rob. Rob. That's how we know I <laughs> know how to pronounce this. <laughs> um, thank you so much for taking the time to to leave that and good luck with everything. Uh, also, we have one from Fainoris. Uh Greetings from Feynoris. Hello, Tom and Lotus. Greetings from Belgium. Hello to Belgium. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, lo- I love when we get international stuff going on this is so great uh, five star review incoming phenomenal show I enjoy every second of it the interaction you guys have with each other is contagious and makes the traffic jams I have to endure <laughs> daily actually fun well that's good but it's not a very high bar to clear <laughs> but thank you
3: <laughs> more shocking it turns out tom and i are bitter rivals <laughs> we hate each other's guts
2: and then we put on smiley faces for an hour yep. a week yeah our Discord's just us yelling at each other the whole time and then we pull it together for the show <laughs> uh it goes on it says when i come home my wife sometimes has to knock on my car window to come inside <laughs> Like, stop listening to your show and get in here i wish you both the best and i hope you get to be doing this for a long time p.s lotus guars are evil Smiley Uh, face
3: and then that dagger to my heart.
2: Uh, Yep. yep.
3: you know I'm too high on Hermaeus Mora right now to be upset.
2: I mean you do love Hermaeus Mora a little bit more than Guars.
3: Yeah, Hermaeus Mora Absolutely my favorite thing from the series. Yeah, so
2: yeah. Well, thank you to both of you guys for leaving Reviews we really do appreciate it and if you'd like to leave us for future reviews They'll be read out if they're five star reviews on future episodes and anything else you guys do to support the show very 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 thankful for everybody we could be doing the best show in existence but if it wasn't for you guys being out there listening and sharing it and reviewing and doing these things we wouldn't have a successful show so thank you to everybody and for all your support all right let's move on with the rest of the conversation about eso this year
1: you're listening to the
5: Elder Scrolls lore cast dear child of cities. That is why the Night Mother loves you.
2: All right, we're back. And we've talked about Hermaeus Mora. We've talked about a lot of that side of things. The other part of a new expansion in ESO is always the other extra bits of content. And this year, we are finally getting... A new class, how crazy is that? And this is something that previously they've said that they wouldn't be able to add into the game because of the limitations of the old consoles. But then there was no explanation for how they were able to magic this in and get it to work. So I don't know how that works, but I do know that I'm excited for a new class. I love trying out new new character classes. Let's open this up, and I know some of you guys haven't get, been able to chime in as as much. Um, Ombre or Siege Bro or Falcon, who has some thoughts on this? Why don't we start with one of you guys? Ombre, do you want to chime in?
9: Yeah, oh, I guess sure. Um, I mean, I was looking at the class yesterday. I was kind of going through like, all the abilities, and it reminds me a lot of like um if you ever played World Warcraft a lot of like fell magic and stuff, and I I'm a sucker for anything that is green and magical, so I'm a little hyped for that. And I'm like, Yeah, you know?
2: Yeah, well, it's the Arcanist, and <laughs> yeah. there's clearly some Hermaeus Mora creepy connection. In fact, one of the attacks is tentacles that like come out of a what seems like a portal in the palm of their hand or something and then there's like uh, a portal move, which is crazy You can you can place a portal in front of you and then like halfway across a room and then just warp from one place to another
9: And I'm wondering if anyone else caught this but in the trailer I did see them using healing magic Yes, didn't notice yes
2: Well, and, and they, notice- they they mentioned that there's three different okay. builds just like many of the other classes where you can go defense or healing or offense
5: um, we can't wait to be a tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, even the dragonite has some healing capabilities, so it's not surprising yeah. that they have like a little bit of everything.
5: Plus, you can use the portals for even like outside of combat movement. Like you can use yeah. it like to traverse the world.
2: Right. You like the like the crazy how... cliffs and elsewhere. You can just kind of whoop to the top of one of those. Maybe, maybe not the real big ones, <laughs> but cer- certain ones that are difficult to climb up. T Rex. I'm wondering
6: how those are gonna like work. Like I don't know if I'm just not processing it right or if I should be comparing it to demon hunters in WoW because they also can use like a little portal thing to like go a certain distance. But I isn't, never used that. Isn't
7: so. there's more like a
2: dash <laughs> I think it was a you,
7: I see it as like the sorcerer's streak oh, yeah, with verticality. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind of uh, like the sorcerer's streak with verticality
2: but you place it like the night blade's shade. Just right. kind of in reverse. Like, do like, you think that I'm pretty sure only you can use it? Do you think other characters can also use it? That would make it. I'm really sure cool. like that would be interesting. Areas.
4: Okay, like it will use it in a very specific jump or something like that,
2: or like the grapple but hook thing. Imagine that they added trials in. Yeah. or
7: battlegrounds, and your
2: team just pops out
7: of a bush.
9: On like the, everywhere. Oh,
7: yeah, we that'd be so rad. Nightblade's
2: what teleport strike, so
4: it's not too much different from that, except it's a. Like targeted area than a target enemy,
2: right? So yeah, in that one you go directly to an enemy as opposed to like like this one. Blade if you
4: played, would use goats to teleport all of yeah, so them.
2: Yeah, so if you were to use this in like a PvP zone like Cyrodiil, then there could be enemies up on a wall, and you might be able to teleport right. up into up to the wall, or or maybe not That'd enemies up in one wall, so you could actually surpass the wall and get in behind people or whatever. Siege weapons just came out I wouldn't soon. even be mad.
7: I wouldn't even, uh, I don't think the Arcanist is going to be a class for me, but if little stealthy Arcanists are teleporting on walls and jumping down, that would just visually be cool. Uh, like, and that would have, that'd be a new tactic or something you'd have to deal with. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I, I that could turn cool. things on its head, even, even in yeah. little matches where you're just doing like battlegrounds or something, the ability yeah. to just kind of like warp from one place to another, get away or get around the enemy when they don't expect it.
6: Yeah. I feel like they're gonna have to put some kind of limitations on it though.
5: Nah, probably, bust it open. Go crazy. I would say long <laughs> I would say long cooldown times. Are you saying they should balance probably. PvP? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <Balance>? well, <clears throat>
3: <down.
1: clears
5: throat>
4: The game already has a lot of invisible walls where like oh if you're worried about jumping to places that other people can't get to I wouldn't worry about it there's a lot of invisible walls that stop that anyways but there's also um, just a lot of things that you can do if you're not an arcanist like I remember there's a like a statue in I think Stormhaven that's like almost impossible to get to but if you do like some weird running and sprinting and jumping to the right angle you can get up there just in the right time and I remember there was a warden who got up there and used the Teleportability and just teleported everyone around up on top of the statue and there's like 50 people G- on top of the statue that no one can <laughs> access normally
7: that's, great. that's great that should have been what an
6: achievement if,
7: <laughs> what if that 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 portal spent 90 percent of your magicka it just obliterated your magicka but you know you could traverse vertically you can have your friends go through it would that be balanced i think that'd be pretty fair
6: i feel no. yeah i mean
4: <laughs> it
7: depends i feel All like they're gonna do
6: something like that either a long cooldown Power or play. it's gonna like y- y- it's limited to magic what if it's your
5: what if it's your rather ultimate. than
6: stamina or that yeah yeah could I,
5: it it could, that, I could see ultimate. it being that i your ultimate being that too where hey you have a three-minute cooldown good luck have fun right you yeah. can use it once We but would never hear the over, end of never. it
7: if we heard, if they put a cooldown on it i'm okay with cooldowns but we would never hear the end of it people would be yeah.
2: upset till the end of time yeah okay yeah. so outside so of,
6: players yeah. aren't used to cooldowns. Outside, yeah, outside right.
2: of the teleport ability how do you guys feel about just a new class in general are you going to try it
5: do you like playing really gonna try it well i mean yeah. if you get if you get the upgrade or by the expansion you get like a free extra class Oh, you or, get a um, slot. You get yeah, a slot, yeah, another character slot. So even Expansion, if you're full... They
3: give you a free slot, and then you can buy one more if you would like, so you can do a Stam and Madge version technically just based on the previous thing, so you can go up to 20 character slots now, which, good God. Um, I, I'd, I mean, I'd like to have enough. i like to,
1: like
7: <laughs> I'll like I'll to vent for to a quick class. moment so we don't end on a, a cynical take here. I am so in love with Zossa's development team the gameplay eso as a whole uh i am their demographic i've i've put money in this game and they're speaking to me every update but this, this update kind of stings a little bit because i don't want to make another new character they i'm, I'm i I'm like i'm going to but it doesn't <laughs> right now i you know i guess i'm kind of on on the like oh i would have i wasn't I didn't believe it would be spell crafting. I didn't want it to be spell crafting, but a skill line would have been cool. Anything to me, a new class, I'll do it. I'll make another one, but I'm I'm not super eager about it. That it feels like it, it feels like work. I to guess you. it could be that's why daunting, they have shared like- achievements. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, well, it's not so much that. It's like they have a healing, a tank, and a DPS spec, just like the warden did, just like the necromancer all did. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah all they all do. do. Some are just better than others at certain things, but i i was expecting like veteran overland or i think a lot uh, of people were or, or spell crafting like i guess another highly requested feature was a class i, oh, I guess yeah. i didn't i didn't see that coming but so, it was the it thing was about like the that that requested. blew
3: me kind of blew my mind um I I wish I remembered the outlet that he specifically talked to, but Rich Lambert, uh, the creative director had an interview with a major outlet. It it might've been a Kotaku or something like that, where they actually asked specifically about that. And it was brought up in not so many words that, it is impossible to add another class to ESO because last gen is out of memory. Yeah, yeah. and right. that's that's so, what I
2: mentioned at the beginning when I introduced this. Was yeah, it's, right. it's like so what kind of magic I that, I was like, did the- they summon Hermaeus Mora in order <laughs> to make this work? Like <laughs> well, do you guys remember they read a book
7: that now? taught them how to introduce it into the game without messing up performance. Because right. Right. hearing a class has me nervous to a degree. Like here
5: here here's something they might sadly put out there plot twist old gen consoles won't get the class but Ooh. they didn't. Oh, they haven't mentioned that. But, well, here's the thing. Here, hold on, hold on. I've I, I, I
2: thought through this because I, I, I thought, like, oh, well, what if they? What if they just make it one of those things where it's like, hey, it's time to upgrade from your PS4 to a PS5 or whatever in order to make sure you can play the other class. But that doesn't mean that you aren't also running around with other people who already have that class, which means your version of the game would still need to have all the animations, right. all that stuff right. in that's it anyway, true. even right. if you can't uh, play yeah, it. That's
5: a good point. So that doesn't <laughs> solve it. So that's going to eventually,
4: though. We're going to get those last those older consoles are going to get cut off sometime but
5: i think next
4: year
3: honestly uh when the adoption rate gets higher um i
2: mean we're getting close to the end of a console cycle traditionally anyway right when did the the ps5 already
5: and over yeah right the pipeline um typically like the older gens typically it's a two-year cycle where they like eventually like phase it out to where they stop making old new stuff. Right, but when when this did what year did the PS5
2: PS5 release year? The calling PS4 it now. came 2020. out in okay. 20, so thirteen. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. I work
5: in the industries. So. Yeah, so
2: twenty twenty. We're twenty twenty three. That means we've only got another like most this console
5: will be the last year of the conversion. Yeah, most console
2: cycles, for... like an actual console will stay their primary the primary focus of development for 4 to 5 years on average. That's typically uh, it. So, we're we're, we're already they... we're already entering the second half of this console cycle.
7: When they release the version of ESO that has rewritten code, as they've mentioned before, they're like rewriting the code, it'll take a year or two. When that comes, they're dropping old console support. I'll I'll buy 10 subs in chat if I'm wrong. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, that's when it's going to be. I think you're probably like another year out at least.
4: We've already experienced a lot of server outages because of all of them. And they've said out loud, they are just recompartmentalizing all of their like uh, game memory and data and trying to streamline it in a more cohesive way. And they've so far said, They've had really good results with fixing all of that. So it makes a lot of sense that with all that succession in them compartmentalizing the game that they've made room for another class. I didn't expect that to happen, but it makes sense with what they've already been telling us. Yes, they didn't have room when they last said it, but a lot of stuff has changed. We had server outages. We couldn't play the game for days, and everyone was complaining about it. And that was because they were fixing the game.
2: Right. And right. It made mm-hmm. room for it. I, I would expect that we're going to get some sort of uh, sit down with Rich towards like E3, closer to launch, where somebody asks the questions. Well, how did you make this work out? Well, this is what we did, and this is, this is the plan forward. This is what we're working on to, you know, sure things up underneath the code base and stuff for the rest of the year. Which they speaking have a talented of, team
5: they do. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they would announce that stuff when like the first part of the year drops. Yeah. Like the dungeon expansion. Yeah. Right. So speaking I would of, I imagine they'll probably talk about that stuff.
2: Speaking of other stuff, we've got the dungeon expansion, we've got the storyline stuff, but then on the second half of the year they revealed that they're having endless dungeons you can play with your buddies. An endless dungeon I believe (laughs) Or at least one endless dungeon dungeon, But that doesn't mean that maybe there will be more in the future I love the sound of that so much Are you guys into that sort of thing? This is something we've seen Yeah this is something we've seen in other games Where it's like well okay now that Now that you can play through the content Why don't you just like see how many rungs of the tower You can go up or whatever right Yeah Mm -hmm. Are you guys going to play this? What do you guys think? Yes 100% I, hope I play, all I'm no. play all of ESO. No, Siege Bro says no. I Siege Bro says no. Either. All right. Look, so here, I, let's open this up to Siege Bro yeah, because Siege, Siege, Siege Bro hasn't talked a whole lot yet. Siege Bro, well, why not?
8: Okay, I'm going to filibuster for a second here. <laughs> <laughs> As you oh, no. notice a little dressed up, all that stuff. Yes. In and the wait, middle wait, of Looking laundry. sharp, by the way. And I broke out my Renaissance job work outfit because you know what? I'm always happy when a new expansion drops. It's like a holiday for me, so I'm breaking open the 2018 <laughs> mead. I'm pouring out a little bit for all my friends who agree with me.
2: Wait, for your homies? Now, for, for,
8: for, that... for, for, for the homies. For the homies.
2: Okay. For my Hermes.
1: <laughs>
7: for um, your Hermes.
8: <laughs> but, uh, he, here's my thing. I don't like endless anything, because that means it's going to be a random tile set. Endless pizza? And... As much as I love ESO, as much as I love ESO, developers that I have a lot more goodwill with have not perfected that themselves. Like from software Bloodborne had chalice dungeons Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't like really beloved, you Mm -hmm. know? So that's just my opinion though. I hope anyone who is looking forward to this content enjoys it, of course.
2: Sure. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Uh, T Rex, you also said no, not for you.
6: So I said, well, because mainly because one, even though it's a MMO, I tend to play by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and two, I I might do it one time, and then just get sick of it because it's endless. So there's <laughs> right. no and Well, inside. yeah. Insight. So will just get it's annoyed like a challenge or It or
2: ends when you die. I mean, well, technically, that's yeah, the way these usually work. That, that's right. You guys remember? I mean, when but they if announced... you keep
6: not dying, then they they announced... you're just like mm.
4: Elder Scrolls Five: Skyrim. And Todd Howard was like, "There's an infinite. Oh number dear of God, you will no. never run out of quests." And everyone was so thrilled about that. And then we found out it was the same six quests on repeat. But it's the radiant thing,
2: yeah, yeah.
4: If that's what it is, that's not what we want. But it'll be if it's something it, different.
3: Then yeah. yeah,
2: it'll it'll be like maps that pre-generate over a basis of different types, and then there's going to be different sets of enemies, and then the number of enemies or the health of the enemies or whatever scales as you move up the dungeon. Yeah, like the that's typically. Are gonna- yeah Mm -hmm. that's typically how it it goes yeah you get like a random boss pool so now you get like tentacle boss when you hit tier 10 and then you get like the big dog boss when you hit tier 20 or whatever
4: also hopefully it's more engaging than something like dragon star arena which is most of the time just yeah you're just waiting for the next thing to happen you're just sitting there waiting and because like the gameplay is so simple and so hopefully they make it engaging and hopefully they make it Diverse,
2: yeah. Well, I would. I have a feeling they're gonna. It's going to be one of those things where you definitely get to a level and then you die. And maybe it'll like, have like it, half it be like in Torghast, you'll get
7: uh, like. Oh, different... I
6: hated Torguest. <laughs> 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 hated, hated it. it. Oh,
7: Updated Torghast, Torghast maybe not it. old Torghast. <laughs> or like you'll get new power ups so you run faster every three rounds yeah. or something. Like they could do something like that.
5: Yeah, they could. Now, speaking solo we have new companions yes there's oh new companions God, I'm excited about that
6: excited. i'm still
4: everyone mad like,
5: that they haven't done a dark brotherhood companion but whatever
6: well one of them is like he's a mercenary assassin, right he's a mercenary
5: mm-hmm. yeah we VBA have a he's still Iranian
6: morally questionable
5: warden. yeah but it doesn't mean <laughs> he won't say no to, like he might say no to the blade of woe like everyone else ember does not a, a i don't Elf think ember or does Arcanus or is beauty? she not Oh, I'm not sure actually. Mary um, hates but I thought it. she did it. Mary yeah, hates, hates it for sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay.
6: Both of the original guys hate the blade of Woe
5: Yes. Yeah. What is the, the most annoying
2: thing? The ever. race
4: of the arcanist companion because it's an
2: Argonian. He's uh, redguard. A, He's a redguard. redguard. So there's an Argon- the Argonian mercenary and then the redguard arcanist. Yeah. And he seems really cool because it's again tied into the storyline and some sort of connection to forbidden knowledge and all of that kind of stuff.
4: I have no yeah, is need cool. to buy this next chapter right away because I have so much other content in ESO to play first, but the companions and the new class are like, well, I don't really want to wait for those, though. But the rest of it, <laughs> right? I don't have wait like, a year or two. I don't care. I'll buy one goes on but of those sale. sale. I do that every it, mm. time. Plus, plus every time
6: I go like and get the, the one that I want, and then I'm like, all right, let's go back and do all this other stuff, and then I'll come back to the content. <laughs>
5: And don't forget you get that like weird looking pony. And horse. Oh, the pizza
3: pony? The pizza
5: oh, yeah, pizza, yeah, pizza
2: yeah. pony. Yeah, oh, my
9: so gosh.
5: yeah look at the pizza uh, pony. Yeah, the
2: more pizza you look at it, the more pony the more gross
5: it is. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty messed and up. Then like if you get the deluxe, you one. get the, the the Cthulhu horse.
3: Oh yeah, the which, which the neck, neck just looks like it's perpetually <laughs> screaming at yes. me, which
5: is really unnerving. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh,
7: yeah.
2: When I saw that, I was like, someone played Elden Ring. That's some that's some gross. Like an unhealthy amount. Yeah. 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 I'm totally into the vibe. I think all of this stuff is going to be awesome, and we're we're getting close to the end of the show here. So I know I know all of us could probably spend all night I talking about insane. all this I stuff cycle
3: for five hours. Right, and turn into I do a Tamriel in episode. Last... <laughs> what what, I'm what very, is it, Rob?
4: Very relieved that they were wrong about we were talking in the pre-show. They were wrong about Blacklight City uh, young because I am sons. super thrilled for the Dawn Guard fort, and I don't want that to get.
3: me. Yeah, maybe time. you'll get your full expansion the, next year. Is,
4: yeah because I, I know
3: we're too close to the skyrim
4: one we're not going to get vampire stuff so i was like oh no we're going to get in that area and we're not going to get vampires so i'm not going to get my story but this means that in another year in the future we might get a fort dawn guard expansion and that makes me excited well there you go super relieved
5: there you go That's I'm glad you i feel better. to <laughs> Dawn guard for all the way tom did you say what you were
7: excited about with the endless dungeon
2: I think you just posed the question. Um, I, yeah, I posed the question. I, I I'm into trying that stuff out. Um, I don't know that I stick around. I bounce off content pretty quickly. After about like a week or two of doing anything, I I just kind of move on. So sure. I'm not going to be the kind of person who just grinds it and grinds it and grinds it. Like I gotta get to level 100. I gotta get to That's 150. Not your cup of tea. That's not my cup of tea. But I okay. do enjoy trying everything at least once. And if it's something that's fun, especially if some Boys of you guys like are playing it. and it's like, a, you know, we're going to like, oh, let's have a night where we all try to, we all pair up and see who can get the furthest in the dungeon or whatever, then yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. Ooh, that'd that'd be, be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. And we can all hang out and chat while you know, yelling at each other. You know, no, dodge of the thing. No, oh God. Someone died, died. take a drink. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Right. Right. So tell you what, why don't we why don't we go back through and we're gonna you guys have a chance to say, share anything else that you're working on or ways that people can reach out. And I know some of you guys have some side projects, some of you don't. If you don't have a side project or if you do, uh, share the thing about this expansion that you're most excited about. So let's start with T Rex. T Rex, you're the first on first in line on my screen.
6: Oh no! Way to put the.
2: What do you most? What what does your me? gut tell you? What does your heart say? What do you? What do you most?
6: About the expansion? Yeah. What are you most excited I'm ex- for? I'm excited to go to the new area and see Apocrypha in the ESO light.
2: Yeah.
6: I mean, I'm really excited about yeah, that. That's that's totally that makes and sense. And the
2: the uh, Argonian dude. And the Argonian dude, your already. companion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. All right. Is there anything else you want to share?
6: Uh, not really. I don't do anything. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Well, thanks for joining us. It's always good to have you have you join us. Uh, Ben, I know you've got some side projects, but before you, before you talk about those, what are you most excited about?
5: Honestly, I'm like super pumped for the new class cuz I've been kind of wanting to play something different. Yeah. I mainly do a Nightblade, but an Arcanist sounds awesome. And then just like uh, T Rex, I'm super excited for the new companions. Uh, the Argonian, like I'm just curious if he's okay with the blade of woe. Well. <laughs> well, so that's what I, I I need to. As I long as he gets paid, he's a
7: mercenary. Just pay exactly. him. He shouldn't so
5: care. I'm, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it I'm also. So I'm also one of the hosts for Holocron History, Star Wars uh, Canon versus Legends, to where we go in a deep dive of the Star Wars universe. And I am also one of the hosts for the Wizarding World Lorecast, to where we take a deep dive into all things Wizarding World slash Harry Potter. And expect me possibly getting back into streaming here shortly. Once hogwarts legacy drops here in like a week and a half yeah you're gonna be playing OB that a lot no uh-huh. Very game. <laughs> nice awesome yeah go check out all of ben's stuff thanks for
2: joining us ben and yeah. then we've got ombre mortem ombre what are you most excited about
9: i know we didn't really touch on this but um i'm probably really most excited about uh any new lore we might be seeing because i mean we're going to the land of knowledge might find some new things that might open up uh new doors to new expansions and I'm always excited about learning new things, so that's something I'm really looking forward to because we're going to the, literally, the realm of knowledge.
2: (laughs) Realm of Forbidden
9: Knowledge. Where are we going to find?
2: Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, all of these things. Lore is underneath all of this stuff, so I'm sure we'll find something. Um, Anything else you want to share?
9: Well, uh, I stream quite a bit, so if you ever want to find me, I'm always streaming under the same exact name, so.
2: Ombre Mortem, there you go. On on Twitch? (laughs) Yep, on Which is the place. All right, awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Rob, no Rob the Princess, uh, mm-hmm. Roberta, as we decided the other day on the other stream. <laughs> that you, that's your full name, <laughs> Roberta. Um, <laughs> what are you most excited about?
4: Uh yeah, I. It's stuck between just getting more companions because all the companions, or I, I think the Arcanist class, and then I, I'm very excited to see what stories we get to listen to. But the, the class is probably the most exciting thing. I love making new characters. So
2: Awesome. Awesome. Anything else you want to share?
4: Uh, come join the uh, Lorecasters Guild. I'm one of the guild officers on the PCNA server. And I will definitely get your application in a timely manner and not wait two weeks to respond to it. <laughs> um, that never happens. That sounds like a lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... Uh, shoot me a message if i don't (laughs) otherwise uh yeah rob the princess anywhere you can find me also check out the sky oblivion project they got a release date uh planned and they got a new trailer so yeah all good stuff um that's uh that's it thanks guys
2: awesome thanks rob falcon what are you most excited about Falcon here.
1: Probably nothing. Oh, I, don't, I don't play ESO. <laughs> no,
2: I don't. Is there anything I don't care, exciting no. from like a lore standpoint though? Because if even if you don't play ESO, you have to admit uh, that they've done a really good job fleshing out more lore.
1: I mean I mean, yeah, they're the 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 lore of um like Necrom and that what ninety four was the last time we 95. were in that 25. Yes. 25. Yeah, the area? Yeah, first 95. Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. Yeah. Um so see that actually fleshed out in more than roughly seven pixels is going to be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
2: absolutely. Uh Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, if you ever decide to pick up ESO, let us know because you're you're always welcome to join us and, uh, anything else you want to share?
1: Uh, I did a hot take last month. You mind if I do another one now? Sure. Go for it. All right. So I, I, I know at least to like Lotus, he's not the most popular. Um, but elder scrolls obviously a team effort but the most important person to the series succeeding is michael kirkbride
2: even though he doesn't work on anything with them anymore
1: simply because morrowind yeah because the foundation was not so strange that's
7: a really good
2: point
1: if it was not so strange i don't think elder Scrolls would be as big
2: yeah, it would feel more Skyrim, bland.
1: It's vanilla in comparison to Morrowind.
2: If I Skyrim was the that.
1: game. It wouldn't.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. So before the neckbeards come for you guys, uh, Reno was in '94, not '95. It was '94. It's oh.
2: even older than I realized. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. I think, I think because of Kirkbride and some of the other writers at that time, yeah. they were able to take it yeah. in places that made it feel truly unique for a fantasy setting. And even though they've reined it in a bit since then, it still creates a foundation that makes it distinct yeah. and different from everything else. So yeah, I, I yeah think, no, I think actually,
3: right. like on that point, because like again, I, I'm like notorious for like sort of dunking on Kirkbride. Mm-hmm. I say Kirkbride is easily one of the best writers in fiction as long as he has an editor. Oh yeah, he's a great ideas <laughs> that's guy. that's his thing. right. Unchained, I am not a Kirkbride fan. No, it's in a little insanity. bit. Kerbrite is one of the most unique and talented writers that the industry has probably ever seen.
2: And clearly on mushrooms the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's just Morrowind. <laughs> oh, that's just moreoin. That's just Morrowind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those yeah. those two might have been associated. That's a good call. That's a good call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll do you ever do you ever think about why there's so many mushrooms in Super Mario?
4: Kirkbride was sober for the entire thing. Anyway. I know. That's kind of the thing that's when people
2: so blame him funny. on drugs, I'm it's kidding. Like, no. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. I'm no, kidding. He, he might need to get checked in somewhere. So many
3: times where she's <laughs> I, like, oh I my God, why does everybody by. think my husband was on drugs the whole time? I was like, because it's really creative and most people are creative when they're high as a kite.
2: It's creative. It's creative in a like you were high at some point, at least in your life kind of way. Yeah. It's got that kind of tone to it. He yes. was
3: he was notoriously sober at the time of apparently writing moral
2: <laughs> Right, totally, totally, right. right. Well, maybe he's just it was just a loose kind of guy. You know, it you wasn't,
3: know? wasn't
4: just him. You know, it takes a village to raise. <laughs> oh like I said,
1: it's 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 a team effort. But like you know, like Coda, and that he's obviously got the strange
3: ideas. And yeah. and you yeah. can feel the difference in the writing of the series after he left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So like his influence was very strong. And I feel honestly, as much as I still enjoy the series, is missed without him.
2: Yeah. Yes. I also just, um, not to keep on rabbit trailing at this point. You're the one I end in the podcast. I would We're all here for the fun. I would argue. I would argue that also you can tell that he wasn't just quote high the whole time, because the the strange things actually have reasons and foundations yes. and ways that yes. they loop back and connect to other oh, stuff. Yeah. It's not like, weird
7: to be strange. There's a lot of context right. and connections right. between it all. It's right. really impressive. It's not you just strange for the sake of people being who strange. Do drugs are stupid.
2: <laughs> no, no what I'm saying hey, is what I'm saying is <laughs> if you were to hold on, hold on. if you were to try to write something like that While also being on drugs, it's not gonna have as many as much internal consistency no, you, and connect to other stuff yeah, It's just gonna to be, be weird for the sake of in being order weird to
3: piece to get like right. right stuff might be flowery and weird But at the same time right. when it actually all logically loops together in a lot right. of situations It's like what the oh or, wow, okay, so that isn't just like flowery for the sake of flowery it was yeah. Written in a way that actually had another meaning to it. It serves
2: as an analogy for something else or whatever. Aramethius a job for the rest of his life. Also
7: possible.
2: <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. All right. Well, th- thank you for that hot take, Falcon. It definitely will have to have a, Maybe <laughs> yeah, this will be the future pa- patron chat. Um, yeah, no, that was a good hot take. Yeah. So, Siege Bro, Siege Bro, what's your most exciting thing about the next expansion?
8: You know what? It's probably just because it's topical for me. I started a D- D&D campaign and I'm playing a warlock, so it's got to be the Arcanist. I'm looking forward to playing the new class. Uh, also, new outfits. That's that's what it really always comes down
2: to. Fashion scrolls. Yeah, absolutely. Except for when you're Lotus and you just wear the same glass armor.
3: Glass is still a fashion you don't change no, your fashion not. though. It's his
7: just branding. Everything's green. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're green
3: IRL right now. My favorite prince is all green and stuff. <laughs> I don't think you answered the question. I remember. I can't remember if
4: it was in the Discord or on Twitter, but someone asked you. Is now finally the time where you're going to change how your character looks because you're probably going to get some Hermaeus Mora outfit
5: options. <sighs> That's I not a move. No bad
7: move. I, know oh. I, I I I have no comment. Have a comment big crest yet. of Herma.
5: I know. Oh my god! I don't Eyes know. and
2: tentacles on your pauldrons and stuff. Oh sick.
5: my god! funny enough um, that the Mirac looking motif yeah, has the uh, Hermaeus Mora. Uh, emblems on the chest and everything yeah the tentacles um, on the mask yep if you
3: actually look at the still frame of your arcanist companion um, it's it's a hermaeus mora inter wound staff so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely definitely um probably the best chance we'll see to get some type of my motif actually changed i don't know i mean Remains you probably got to gotta
2: wash that old glass set it, it hasn't been washed in a oh yeah no
3: it, it's real ripe at this point
2: yeah it's super ripe. <laughs> it's people can smell you when you're That's not even disgusting. in the town yet. when you're coming to town <laughs> People are like, Lotus is on the air tonight, so he must be coming for a visit. <laughs> oh,
8: Lotus just entered the
2: trial. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Cedro, thank you for joining us. Anything else you want to share?
8: Uh, yeah. So uh, episode four of Deathcast has released on Spotify and a couple other uh, streaming platforms. So that's a D-E-T-H-K-A-S-T. It's awesome. the only fan made Death Clock podcast.
2: Awesome. Awesome. We'll go check that out. And good luck with that, that sounds great. And then Jumaroff, you're wrapping it up for us. What are you most excited yeah. about?
7: Uh, I am most excited about it, those small moments you get when you finally get to sit down and enjoy the story and you zone in and you're playing and you know you do read someone's journal or you see why that, uh, that wagon was turned over. You know, those little moments that just suck you into the world. Those are my favorite parts of this game. Because if you can slow down and smell the roses, Zoss does such a great job at like rewarding the player for doing that. So I really take my time with ESO content. So another chapter, I mean, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm definitely here for it. Yeah, totally.
5: That's awesome. I forgot to say, Naru's back. Naru's back. That's true. That's, That's like a I huge thing. about that. Yeah, I yep. was
3: going to say, Naru is back and people are losing their minds. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: The simps are
4: out.
2: We've been talking about neckbeards and simps and, man, all sorts of things. I think we just lost, like, 10% of our audience.
3: Yeah. Let's bring in in, uh, incel necromancers and we'll really just single out a (laughs) a chunk of it.
2: Oh, that, um, speaking of, you remember that one episode we did about... Sure do. (laughs) What's-his-face? Don't go read the comments on YouTube on that one. Oh,
7: Oh, man, I know what I'm I'm doing after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh boy <laughs> wait what what video Which we'll wrong? send
2: engagement that way we'll yeah go leave a comment it says it says uh the, the thumbnails like i don't remember was it like, like
4: someone defending him like he did nothing wrong there's Ooh, there was I a, if
2: knows. i recall there's at least one person who i don't know was kind of like well actually uh, it's the or something. necromancer outside i might be wrong of, i might be wrong is it
3: Dawnstar? star
2: yeah the the thumbnail says Ooh. incel on it. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, oh. it's straight up we, yeah.
3: we
1: leaned into it. <laughs> oh, so that, they're probably
4: oh. defending the ideology of I, incel more than the necromancer. Exactly. I feel like Which, I feel
2: like that's where I saw a comment. I don't, maybe it was a message I got for somewhere. Right. I don't. Re- I get lots of stuff, right? So if it's Which not in there, disgusting. Don't at there me because I'm like, sorry, I misremembered.
8: Bodies, but like. if you <laughs> only you call me an incel, that's too far.
2: <laughs> but if you do, if you do read the comments and you do see a comment in there that's a little off color, then that might be the thing I'm trying to remember but it's been perfect okay. um but jim Ruff, anything else you want to share yeah um
7: usually when i get on here i mention one day i'll play the game with you guys and one day i'll make content and i'm working on it uh <laughs> i got literally a list of 100 ideas <laughs> to talk about wow. um but uh you know life life hits you hard and um you can cut this from the podcast if you must. But I just had a baby. And so I've hey, been pretty good. Why
5: thank would
0: you, we cut
2: thank this thank from you. the podcast? That's awesome. No, because you, now, I'm now I'm telling my friends. Now
7: I'm telling I'm telling the community. Well, can go, we leave okay, it so in? Because that's awesome. Everybody should tell. Yeah, sure. Yes. Double. That's great. So, it's great. Babies and Bills. Uh I did want to also <laughs> mention uh I won a little giveaway from one of Lotus's streams. Uh-huh. It has all this Morrowind goodie stuff and this calendar and all this I'm stuff so from the UASP. <laughs> it's so rad. I uh I look forward to posting about it eventually. And then um when I do make content, you guys will know. Um because I'll likely just dump a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I am <laughs> right. working on a lot of things. So when it comes, it'll come and you guys yeah. will know. So well, thank you for also if, if you have any questions, if you have any questions
2: about content creation, any of that stuff, Lotus and I've been doing this for a while. So feel oh, free. Yeah. I'm familiar. I've seen you, you guys. Go, yeah, I know you're out here. Chime I'm so glad so all
8: your stuff arrived.
2: Also, congratulations yeah. on the baby. Yeah. Also, congratulations on all the stuff. And yeah, as thank soon you. as you're out of baby jail and you're able to make stuff, let us <laughs> know because <laughs> that, right, that's Joe, a real thing you. that's a real thing um yeah. but that's awesome yeah give that baby lots of cuddles and and man congratulations thank well you. that's gonna do it for this week lotus you have anything else you want to share while you oh, take shit. a drink <laughs> of your all right literally taking a drink right <laughs> as you <went> to me. <laughs> um,
3: yeah um so as for me i'm just lotus of doom everywhere i'm super easy to get a hold of um I've just been continuing to play through uh, the Elder Scrolls Daggerfall and uploading the episodes of my catastrophe because <laughs> it's just a, a absolute mess um, because I don't look anything up in advance and chats graciously helps me through stuff. But um, other than that, we um, just recorded our very abridged hype episode for... Um, tales of tamriel for all the stuff very similar topics to what we just did um and next week we'll probably be diving more into it because they're doing an eso live this friday um yeah. from this episode provided you hear it before uh the 27th or you can go back and, and watch
2: the recording usually they keep yeah on exactly YouTube, so they're going to so. go
3: a little more into it so we'll have a little more to discuss on the show um Because they gave a lot of details that we've been discussing, but they're going to go more into a deep dive and then we get the PTS and all that stuff. So that's where we dig in deep with uh, the other show I do, The Unofficial Scrolls Pages presents Tales of Tamriel. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I'm just around. If you need me, definitely hit me up. Um, Just let me know. But, um, yeah, otherwise, I'll just see you
7: all again here next week as well. I think we should all start watching out for lotus Uh, he's probably going to start growing tentacles oh yeah no he's he's going to live in apocrypha now yeah he's going to become i'm
3: becoming one with that statue when it arrives
2: (laughs) gross a new house yeah, no, <laughs> the you transformation
5: know what? has begun Gross. i accept <laughs> it. it's gonna start it's making fine.
3: out with
6: it there's
5: gonna be new housing now
3: he'll be i know
5: oh, oh, that's I what i was yeah. excited Statute, about the furniture i'm yeah. gonna
3: lose my mind i can I if just heaven, get these images if you play ESO and have not gone to craglorn do the seekers archive it does sort of imply that you need a group you can make do if need be but go to craglorn In ESO, go to the Seeker's Archive, and when you turn in the quest, look at that big-ass statue. It is awesome, and I want it for my house.
2: It's a statue of a big-ass? It's a (laughs)
3: big-ass statue.
2: Oh, something you've something? Wait. Like <laughs> a person's butt or like a donkey? <laughs>
3: well, no, it's Hermaeus Morris's
2: ass, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> <Inside jokes. laughs> He's, He's nebulous as hell. Now.
3: So what would you even consider the ass? Oh, man,
7: I've got these pictures. Tom, good in... luck with editing this thing. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's just going up. <laughs> it's going up straight. Drink it doesn't matter. matter. It's just going up. It's going up raw clean all. on this show, and i giving up bad. Yeah,
2: it's 20 minutes. This is what it is. It's fine. It's just going up as it is. Sorry, I ruined
3: everything again. I'll get a card and a cake next
2: time <laughs> <laughs> I totally have this picture in my mind of you getting that giant statue and putting it like on your desk next to you and then like you're like playing like feverishly in Apocrypha and talking to the statue as you do it and then your wife comes to the door of the little, little <laughs> office you're in and you're like oh sh- hold on honey oh you're going to sleep okay have a good night yes she's going to sleep and then you start kissing the statue and then <laughs> so he throws his poop sock and then she and he throws his poop to sock to out the window Boots
3: no. is just mortified by everything that's happening. Oh my <laughs> just god! Like,
2: and then, unfortunately, <laughs> within the next few years, you're divorced, and uh, yeah, and, and, and then Boots is upset that.
3: because I'm paying more attention to
2: the statue. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, good luck with all On of that, the, Lotus. Yeah. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. This has been a super fun episode, and uh, took some weird directions too. <laughs> yeah, robotsradio.net for all my stuff. Also, check out uh, starfieldinsider.com, new website with me and some other content creators who are going to hey. be doing Starfield stuff. And in fact I just put up an article yesterday about the watch there's a smartwatch for Starfield that looks like the device in the game with like the the same UI and all that stuff and information came out about that on the watchmaker's like manual site So you can get kind of an early glimpse at that. I don't know if it's going to be part of like the special edition or something, but you can see some of the stuff up on starfieldinsider.com. Go check that out. So, all right. And Rob's got the jokes in the chat. Thanks, Rob. All right, everybody. That's it for tonight. Have a wonderful rest of your week. We'll talk to you next time. See you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on Twitter at robots underscore radio or Lotus of Doom at Lotus of Doom. Also, you can join us on the Robots Radio Discord channel. You can easily just search Robots Radio Discord on Google or check the description underneath the podcast. Also, this podcast is recorded live every week on Thursday nights 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on the Robots Radio channels on Twitch, YouTube, and on Facebook. So just search Robots Radio on any of those platforms. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you while we record the show, or before or after. Either way, just come hang out with us. And if you're looking for more information about my shows and the shows on the Robots Radio network, go to robotsradio.net for all the information about all the shows on the network, including the Robots Radio Rocket Club, where I help both new and existing podcasters to grow their shows build their audiences, and create the best podcast they possibly can. All of that at robotsradio.net. We'll see you next time.